Rusty Quill presents. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
Okay, uh, how do I start this? I guess, um, entry 001, the author is, uh, unknown, and recording by Cole Weavers. I, I think that's all that needs to be said. I guess, I guess we'll work on that. orphanage was in an old abandoned building that had been repurposed. It sat at the edge of a prairie forest, with thin, tall birch trees planted in uncomfortably symmetrical rows, perfectly straight and perfectly thin, the type of forest that hurt your eyes as you ran through it because of just how unnatural it seemed as the trees whizzed by. It was the type of unnatural forest where something unnatural itself might live, hiding behind the thin, tall, sparse birch trees, almost nearly as tall itself, but more slender. The children living at the orphanage loved it, though. The trees were that perfect distance from one another, where you could rip a branch from one tree and hang it across another two trees, and lean more branches and twigs and leaves against that, and before long you ended up with a tiny little humble getaway from the crowded rooms and halls of the orphanage. And at night, the little green coin-shaped leaves would all rustle like a paper tambourine in the wind wishing those children good night through their windows, all cracked open three fingers' width. The children there loved the sound of that odd little birch forest, and would have opened the windows even wider if it weren't for the bars on the outside keeping the children in at night. Now, life wasn't perfect, but the children were happy. They made their own games and invented their own worlds, told each other stories, and they were fed, and had a bed to sleep in and a roof above their heads, and while the love they received was tough and they existed knowing that one day they might be taken away from their friends, or even worse, never leave at all, they were still happy at the end of each day. But that orphanage no longer sits on the edge of that odd, unsettling prairie forest filled with children, and there is no more love. No little children tucked into bed listening to the rustling jazz of birch leaves blowing in the wind. The brick walls have all crumbled. The shingles have all fallen from the roof, and the wood bones of it have rotted clean through. It's been many years since all those children died out there. And many stories have been told about who did it, and it seems the further away it is in time, the more stories you hear, but I, I know the truth. Do you want to know who killed every last child at that orphanage. I'll tell you. The killer stalked the halls, moving silently as it crept along. Room after room as the children slept and dreamt of mothers and fathers, brothers and sisters, the killer moved unheard, killing one after another after another. The rooms were filled tight with children sleeping in bunk beds, one atop another separated by metal bed frames and thin lumpy mattresses. Not one child moved or woke as the killer entered the room, taking the breath of the adolescent sleeping closest to the door and moving its way inwards. Police didn't arrive until the sky was already filled with the sickly yellow prelude to dawn and by that time there was nothing they could do. According to the incident report released by police, there were 86 victims. All but two of them were children. 
They died one by one until the rest died all at once. I wish I could say it meant something. That it was all part of a larger story or that there was justice served after all those lives were cut short but it wasn't and there could never be. The fire spread slowly and everyone should have been able to evacuate. And they could have if there was a fire alarm, or sprinklers, or someone hadn't fallen asleep with a cigarette limply pinched between their fingers. The building was just too old, and there was just too little money to spend on orphans and not enough staff, and the staff they did have were old and tired and worn out. Someone fell asleep. It's as simple as that. Eighty-six lives were lost. Not to the slender thing in the woods hiding behind the birch trees, but to a cigarette, an overworked janitor, and a ratty old carpet. At, at least that's what the incident report released by police claimed, but I'm inclined to believe it. After all, what else could it have been? Wow. Wow? Yeah. Wow, that was not what I expected. Yes, same. Not what you were expecting in a good way or a bad way? I just wasn't expecting that ending. Yeah, same. I mean, most scary stories have monsters or... Or some satanic doomsday. But this one was just, I don't know, it made me sad? But it also like made me terrified thinking about how much of my own safety is left to others. Like, I, I just trust that the bus driver had a good night's sleep last night while I stare at my phone, you know? If that actually happened, who would you blame? Like, if this happened to you in your town, who do you think everyone would point the finger at? The, the janitor? I'd personally blame the administration who didn't pony up the cash to hire more staff. Uh, how so? Well, clearly someone made the decision to cut the budget. Ooh, nameless data entry into number four was the killer all along! Basically. In all seriousness, though, this very well could have just happened any number of times. Of course, it wouldn't be headline news because there's no flash killer or headline beyond, uh, I don't know, tired janitor drops cigarette after being horribly overworked. Well, I mean, that's all great feedback, but but was it was it a good way to start things off? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, well, yeah, you know, personally, I liked it a lot. Good. Good. Tiny Terrors is an anthology horror podcast produced by Pulp Audio and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. This episode was directed by Cole Weavers with sound production and editing by Mike LeBeau. This episode featured Mike LeBeau, Beanar, and... Cole Weavers. To find additional information or to join our Patreon for additional content and ad-free episodes, visit our website, www.tinyterrorspod.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Tiny Terrors Pod. Or join the Pulp Audio Discord by clicking the link in the description below. Rate and review us on Spotify and Apple. And finally, thanks for listening.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 